thing we have to fear is fear itself. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, on the ear of Boy. That's right, boy. And making his <laughs> special guest appearance, Chris. Welcome in, Chris. Chris? Chris. I don't know, dude. If anyone knows where Chris is, please yeah. contact the hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's missing. Missing. We need a <laughs> new shirt idea. <laughs> Help us find Chris. I know it's going to be a milk carton with Chris's face on it. Right. Like <laughs> like the Lionel Richie. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be missing. Chris, contact the hooligans. If, what does the, uh, what's that move, uh, that show, uh, Solve Mysteries? If anybody knows where they can find Missy Tate, please contact 1 800 stuff. <laughs> we miss you, Chris. All right. Um, well, we got a boozy, a doozy, a woozy for you tonight here. This shit is um, gangster, dude. It is, it literally, it's gangster. <laughs> um, but before we get into tonight's episode, obviously a little bit of the business. Thank you guys so much for your support thus far with the Hooligan Tavern. Those numbers are growing. It's great stuff. We do want to get people signed up for the tournament so we can start rocking those. We'd like to give away some free shit, hang out with you guys, have some fun. Heck yeah. We'll sign up at the Hooligan Tavern. You just click the link that is in uh, our Spotify and sign up there, $4.99 a month. And then it gives you a unique RSS feed. So if you're an Apple user, uh, or whatever other phone you may have, or if you want, or if you listen to us on iHeartRadio or whatever, you can listen through there. So use the RSS feed. You become a member. You have exclusive merchandise that only you can get. We'll do a limited edition runs on some T-shirts and designs, hats, bats, all kinds of stuff. All the good shit. That's <clears> right. <throat> can take a drip of drink of my beer and my little cotton mouth going on. Uh, another great way to support the show is, of course, using the affiliates. They're always linked in every episode description. We only source the best. We've got food storage because Bill Gates wants you to eat uh, cricket flour. <laughs> you know, um, we got a storable food. We've got longevity. Uh, we've got Dr. Cowan's uh, garden. Um, we have so many things that are uh, mud water. I almost forgot. Excuse me. Uh, coffee alternative i mean these are the best products best stuff best prices for you guys you know we're not going to give you like a, a discount for two big macs <laughs> yeah yeah fuck that you know? uh that reminds me i gotta re-up my dr cowan's <clears throat> vegetable powders man dude I'm telling you guys change stuff will change your life but everyone's like yeah but i like i like coffee and bacon <laughs> I love red dye. <laughs> I love red dye number 40 though. <laughs> hey, not saying not saying you can't indulge, but come on, clean it up a bit. Yeah, come on. You can't tell me that you notice a difference between the times that you don't eat fast food 
Oh, and dude. then you do again. You're like, oh my lord. Listen, I so we 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 cook pretty often, mm-hmm. like almost every single night, except for this past weekend. It's been a very busy weekend, and I imagine next weekend will be the same. So there were a couple nights that we ate, you know, takeout, and it's it's killing me. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 rough, man. It's for sure rough. And there's sometimes, you know, you got to get something, you know, kids crying. It's 1030. You just got off the plane or something, you know, stuff happens. Right. You know, I get it. Not I'm not shitting on anybody that does because we do it sometimes. But yeah, make that change overall. Definitely be beneficial for you in the long run. Word. No doubt. Okay, um, that's it for all that fun stuff. Um. What would you categorize tonight's like true crime? Dude, maybe. I guess. Yeah. Um I feel like true crime is generally categorized for like unsolved or yeah, solved this, crimes. This is just some shit that I don't know what you would categorize it as. I mean, you know, I guess I guess true crime is probably as close as it gets. Yeah. I guess true crime, true crime. Yeah, uh, true crime. Crime has been solved. Sort of a crime, kind of a crime. Yeah, no one got arrested. Uh, one person, one one guy did. One yeah. guy did, but that that's it. Um, no one died. <laughs> no, allegedly. Oh, I, yeah. I I I have I I believe that some guys died. They just you know. Well, but we'll get we'll get into that when we when we get there. Yeah, absolutely. So tonight's episode is the infamous shootout at Ash Street in 1989 between the Hilltop Crips and some U.S. Army Rangers. Dude. Is this now, like a DLC for Call of Duty? What? Right? Yeah, dude. When is this like it's replacing Nuketown? It's going to be <laughs> Tacoma, Washington. <laughs> Which, by the way, leading up to this and then doing research for it, like Tacoma, Washington, I'm like, that's the hood? What? Like to come great truck? In the 80s Washington, it was. I just like in my head, you know, when you think of like gangster areas, right? <laughs> LA, yeah. Watts, Compton, right. Bronx. Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore, Hell's Kitchen, Chicago. You're like, eh, wa- Tacoma, Washington. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now Tacoma, Washington's like, you know, they've got signs on shop entrances like, if you use the wrong pronoun, you're getting fucking lynched. Yeah. Makes a lot more <laughs> sense. Um, sorry, texting my wife here. So what what's interesting about it too is apparently the Hilltop Crips, which is a very well known Crip gang mm-hmm. or sect of the Crips, I guess. Because all these other Crips that branched off of the original crypts is yeah very odd to me but i guess it's how they they name me you know they name their areas or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. or crypts yeah but which ones <laughs> blueberry <laughs> avenue you know what i'm saying yeah um all came up to washington from la yeah like they started expanding yeah let's let's talk about the era that we're in first of all okay we're talking when about the, coke the 19- was pure and white people had rhythm <laughs> we're talking about the 1980s Right. This is leading up to the war on. Well, no, this is in the midst of the war on drugs. 
Um, yeah, Reagan crack, just kicked it off. Yeah, the crack epidemic uh, that the CIA caused. Um, we have, you know, gangster rap music coming out. Um, yeah, it's 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 an ultra violent time for inner city neighborhoods. Yeah, the the Bloods and the Crips are raging at this point. Yep. And like Big Country said earlier, they started to spread throughout the country. They needed to, you know, maximize their business so they can sell more drugs, sell more guns, and they end up in uh, Tacoma, Washington's hilltop neighborhood. Right. Now, just because we're doing an episode specifically talking about the hilltop crips doesn't mean these red bandanas. I know, like, I'm just putting out that uh, observation for Spotify, so don't take our episode down. Yeah, these red bandanas have nothing to do with the bloods. Um, if you had to ask me, I'm a crip. Um, I think they have a cooler <laughs> dance. Um, I think the Crip Walk song by Corrupt, or there's many others, but it's is a lot better than Bees Up, Seas Down. Not my, you know, not my thing. Uh, I'm probably getting a lot of cred with with all of our black listeners right now, uh, uh, just based on you know what i just said there but i thought you would have been more of a latin king guy you know what i mean uh like mexican food is like my least favorite kind of food so yeah but i i, I don't know man i see you in in black and gold you know yeah but see recognize who my mom is true she she does run her own gang so absolutely the gang of sharon not <laughs> one to be fucked with um but see I forget because I want to say the Crips started in the like late sixties, early seventies after Vietnam. Um, and I could be wrong about that, but I think Tukey Williams is still the recognized original founder of the Crips, right? Yeah. Wrong. Well, so originally the Bloods and the Crips were both founded um, just to protect their own neighborhood and protect, you know, those like them essentially. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of took on a whole nother, you know, life right. and it turned into turf wars, gang violence, fighting over drugs, fighting over who's wearing what, you know what I mean? Um, and, and just kind of went from there. So, right. You know, when you're talking about like, uh, imagine to put it into perspective, right? You got fucking Amazon and you got Walmart. Now say like, an Amazon store pops up right next to Walmart. <clears throat> and it's kind of like, like if Amazon had a store, right? And, and like there's beef now. You know what I mean? Because no matter how you look at it, they're looking at it as a business, right? They're selling whatever they're selling at certain prices. They have a certain market. They know the neighborhood. So when people start coming in to either sell product on their turf or to clean up their turf, and push out them selling product, uh, then you're going to have a situation similar to what we have here in, in Tacoma, Washington mm-hmm. in 1989. So, um, you know, the, the, uh, the, the entire 80s set up what was going to happen here. And to be quite honest, I'm surprised it didn't happen more often or it isn't happening more often now. Right. Um, but whatever, what took place that day ended up working in the long run. (laughs) Right. Well, I listened to a podcast leading up to this um, by a a show by the name of uh, Failure to Stop. 
Mm-hmm. They did an episode on this on their YouTube channel, and I was listening to that today. Um, it's more of like a pro police sounds like it show, right? But they they do a lot of different uh, episodic topics for okay. every. They do a show every day, so it's kind of cool. Um, but it's funny the guy that was like walking is narrating the story, um, very pro uh, military, but he he's he was saying that in his belief the Rangers are the best. Okay. Of like the elite special forces, uh, from my understanding, the Rangers are a tier two, mm-hmm. and like Green Berets or Delta Force is, is tier one. Like mm-hmm. SEAL Team Six is tier one, and then the other SEAL teams are like tier two, mm-hmm. and then the SWIC, the boat drivers, are tier three. Not to say that like if you're tier two, you're a lazy bastard. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> listen, it's just, yeah. If you're special ops, you're badass, regardless of what tier you fall in. Yeah, you know but you, I mean? if you ask any Marine, the Marines are the best. If you ask oh, any yeah. sailor, the Navy's the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. It depends on depends on your flavor. You know what I mean? Uh, in my personal opinion, um, I, I've never been in the military. I, I I know some guys that happen to be in the military from time to time. None of them were in any type of special forces. Yeah, but just based on what I see and what I hear, I would have to say that Delta Force or the green berets would be like top dog just because you never hear about them. Yeah. You know the name, but yeah, name, name, like name their top three hits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, right. Fuck. I don't know. Like yeah. they're, they're very much working in the shadows. It seems. Yeah. I used to think it was Navy seals and I'm not shitting on Navy seals or anything like that. So I knew a lot about the seals when I was growing up. Cause I so badly wanted to be one. Yeah, and we um, live but, in you know Southern California where right. the seals train. You know, yeah, and um, not to say that they're not badasses. Like they could probably still kill all of us with like a piece of floss, you know, MacGyver yeah. style. Yeah, I don't want to upset a, a seal. So yeah, but it seems like <laughs> a lot of them are very um, in the spotlight so much that it's mm-hmm. more of like Hollywoodish. Mm-hmm. You know, we got guys writing books and doing movies and telling stories, and and yeah. you're right, like the the ones that that operate in the shadows are the ones to really be concerned with. Like, you know, the, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and the Bilderbergers and all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. we know their names, so they're not yeah. that top of the train, the chain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the ones who do, we don't even fucking know about are the people to be worried about, you know? Exactly. And it's like, not to mention like other countries too, like the SAS and Britain mm-hmm. or like fucking the Spetsnaz and Russia. Like, yeah, those are all terrifying individuals, mm-hmm. you know? But, um, the way that they had planned the mission, we're not going to go too far into it right now, but the way that they planned their mission, it was just so methodical mm-hmm. and how no, that they were shooting to essentially not kill, which yeah. you're trained to fucking kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like an incredible actively shooting at me, trying mm-hmm. to end my life. And I'm, my objective is to not hit them. Yeah. You incredible I mean? self-control. These guys, they had, they had uh, uh, rules of engagements outlined clearly. Mm-hmm. And they followed him to a T. Yeah. So the Astri at the time, as Boy had mentioned, booming with uh, the drug thing, the war on drugs had taken off. Obviously, the CIA fucked that all up because they were the ones that were shipping in crack and and, and uh, opium, especially after Vietnam. I, f- I fully 
did you watch that movie with Tom Cruise? I forget the name of it. Mm-hmm. Where he's the pilot. That, yeah, the pilot, and he was yeah. running drugs. I, mm-hmm. I 100% believe that aspect of the movie when they were shipping out opium in soldiers' coffins yeah. from well, think, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. think about King of New York with uh, Denzel. Yeah. Same same thing. I, I fully believe that. So you guys yeah. bucked that all up, so thanks. <laughs> so as the gangs are starting to expand because it's booming at the time, which apparently... Uh, according to some officers that were on that podcast, is saying that the gang activity is growing now too. Mm. Um, I kind of wonder what the propulsion of that is because there's a bunch of fairies that are walking around now. I don't know how <laughs> many you guys are. Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to join a gang. You know, like I'm kind of done with the fingernails yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, know? dude. It, 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 I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see. There's not a whole lot of alphas to to choose from to fucking join a gang right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So Astrid at the time, uh, big crack epidemic. Um. The Hilltop Crips had moved up there, and then they started expanding. I want to say. I, I mean, I've heard reports of like they were sixty deep, forty deep, hundred deep in that area. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Because there's a, it's noted in in some of the stories that you'll hear about it, the Astrid shootouts. There's a couple trap houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ranger that we'll hear about in the story tonight, um, he had been documented saying that he would see at least a hundred cars up mm-hmm. and down his street Passing every single through. day. Yeah. Uh, open air drug trade, like slaves in Libya. Thanks, Hillary. <laughs> um, out in the open, which. I know happens now. I know there's neighborhoods that it happens now. Mm-hmm. And these are generally the, uh, what do you call that when the, the police like kind of stop de-policing or whatever? Yeah. De- what yeah. You know, um, defunded. Yeah. And I, I, I think that uh, I would love to have had Chris's opinion on this, but I'm sure there's areas that they know about on certain people's beats mm-hmm. that like we just more or less avoid. Yeah. Uh, and it's not to knock the police officers, but if you know that when you go down there, it's going to be hot, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to get help from the community. Mm-hmm. No one's snitching, you know, and stuff is always happening there. Obviously, like someone dies and then they yeah. get called in. They get basically get called in to scoop the body off the street. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody ever saw anything. Yeah. Um, and even even you know people that aren't involved in in gangs or anything like that the last thing they want is for their you know whatever peacefulness they have in that neighborhood to be completely fucking washed away because they pointed a finger at somebody exactly it's it's not right at all you know what i mean but when you're stuck in these neighborhoods and the gangs are the law and order and the police are afraid of the gangs then you kind of got to live by the gang's rules you know yeah well think about it man it's it's almost a play on the movie the warriors yeah which was amazing brilliant even better video game <laughs> a lot of fun in that one but it's that when um oh shoot i'm blanking on his name can you dig it that guy mm-hmm. um what was his name in the movie? Can't remember. I'm gonna get it right yeah. now. Yeah, look that up, Jamie. <laughs> um, when he's talking about like we've got this gang next to this gang and this gang yeah. next to this gang, he's talking about we outnumber the cops a hundred to one. That's true in a lot of these areas that are very hot. So if you know that if you're in a particular street, right on a beat that you know is always active, 
Yeah. And you know that gang, you have reports of that gang running 30 to 40 deep, and this is their territory. You're just going to cruise on down to see if anybody's violating uh, fucking curfew. Exactly. Cyrus. I'm not going knowing that. Cyrus, yeah. Cyrus. When Cyrus is making that speech. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not yeah. shitting on a cop. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? It, well, exactly. You know what I mean? It, it's kind of like you've seen the movie um, End of Watch, right? Oh, yeah. Brutal. And and they know, like, you're going into these neighborhoods. You're outnumbered, outgunned. And, and that was a huge issue in this neighborhood. Um, the the There were there were zero cops patrolling the neighborhood at any given time neighbors everybody would call the cops whenever they needed them and the cops either wouldn't show up or they wouldn't do anything about it when they did show up because now they know they got a target on their back so you know like you said earlier open open air drug trade um there's fights shootouts in the middle of the street um just amongst you know dealers buyers and other gang members and it was a completely unsafe neighborhood um he he bought a house here hoping eventually because there, there were talks of some police reform they're gonna try and clean up these neighborhoods you know that are covered in graffiti and and drugs and he bought the home hoping once it turns around my property value is going to go up and, yeah you know he liked the area liked the neighborhood and he only bought it for $10,000, I think, at the time. Oh, yeah. And he was uh, stationed to be out there for six years. And he's like, fuck, I'm going to buy this house for 10000 fix it up, mm -hmm. flip it, triple my money in six years. We'll see where they want to send me. You yeah. Know, it's not a bad investment idea, you know, especially a lot of these guys that are coming back from, <clears throat> you know, the Korean War. Mm -hmm. um, talking about, you know, they have all this money saved up. Mm -hmm. especially if they didn't have a wife and a kid and as a, as a like real true ranger i don't fucking know how you have a wife and a kid i mean same yeah. thing goes for seals and delta fours and all that you know yeah but it's not a bad investment i almost wish though that gangs were the way that they used to be like and i'm not even necessarily talking about like the dead rabbits or the bowery boys like, <laughs> those are some thug ass motherfuckers too but like how the mafia used to run shit because they're little little class little well, yeah i mean they're gangsters they're not good dudes yeah They'll, you know smoke a, a you know a whole bar full of people to get you know you know baby fails you know telson or whatever yeah but they had like ethics they had like mm -hmm. a, they had like a criminal code of conduct yeah you know no women no children no dope you pay us we protect you we keep the neighborhood safe Bada bing, bada boom, bada boom, bang bang. I think that's one of the worst things that actually ever happened to the union was them phasing out the mafia and then trading them in for politicians. Because I would, I would trust a mafia boss or whatever more than I would trust a fucking politician. Yeah, well, at least you know a mafia boss has some rules that he's willing to follow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there and there's actual checks and balances in right. real organized crime. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even necessarily consider. Like even the cartels, the Bloods, the Crips, Latin Kings, uh, MS-13, all these guys, like I wouldn't consider that organized crime. No. You know? No, no, no. No. It, it's, it's hard to be that organized when you have like offshoots popping up all over the world, mm -hmm. literally all over the world. So one group never knows what the other group's up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's really uh, interesting, and uh, I'll say this about it, is this is not my original thought. This is credence to 
the podcast that I was listening to, Failure to Stop. Um, and he goes, it sounds like a movie. And I feel like I've seen this mm-hmm. movie. And he goes, oh, yeah, this is the plot of Gran Torino. Mm-hmm. Except for, you know, it's Asians, not blacks. They're yeah. in the, the back east or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's essentially the plot of what, what takes place. Yeah. Um, Except uh, Sergeant Bill Folk was not an old man. He was most definitely will, willing and able. Yeah, young whippersnapper. <laughs> um, so the Hilltop Crips, a notorious street gang, they run the neighborhood. They run the area. They're running uh, trap houses. Uh, and there was, in the report that I had read, there was six police officers that were assigned to Astrid. So the mayor and the governor are facing a bunch of heat. So the governor's talking about issuing a martial law. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the mayor is talking about issuing like a citywide curfew. But the police chief at the time was like, I don't want my guys getting hurt. We're already understaffed. You know, we're having an issue with gangs all over the place. They went from six patrol cars to two patrol cars in that particular area. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, whoever got the burnt match had to go to <laughs> Ash Street, whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, and like that made everything every, like even that much worse. Yeah. So when Mr. Folk had moved in there, he kind of noticed the problem. He was hoping things were going to change. This dude walked up to some crips mm-hmm. and we're like, Hey, see here, buddy. <laughs> you need to turn your life around. Find <laughs> Jesus. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Listen here, boy. Yeah, stop selling crack out of your house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's no good for you. Smoke pipe that's, tobacco. That's how people talked in the eight in '89 <laughs> when Sega was about to hit the market. In 1989, when Chicago Bulls are winning championships, and they're like, "Mash, eh? Mash!" I can't believe they let all these Negroes in basketball anymore. You know what I mean? All the colored folk on my block. <laughs> <laughs> whoa they let colored people drive now what's going on here how long have i been gone yeah i go to korea i come back the world's up in arms we let them vote what's the america i've been defending okay that's not how they were talking it's not an opinion of mr folk either I'm just no, no 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 um, goddamn american hero yeah what you know i did find kind of interesting at the end of the, the aftermath, like a lot of people are trying to label it as like a racist act or whatever. Um, but a handful of the dudes that were there on him that night during the shootout, which we'll get to, were like, were Rangers as well. Obviously they're all yeah. Rangers, but there mm-hmm. were some black guys there. He's like, yeah, <clears throat> my motherfucking well, brother's right here. You know, Dude, I mean? listen, I'm not saying that there's not racist in the military. But sure. The thing you have to understand is the whole idea of when you get, you know, put into boot camp is, they want everybody to work as one unit. They don't give a fuck right. if you're black, white, or other. They they want you like. <clears throat> I remember my my cousin Mike. He told me, uh, kind of broke it down the best way possible, is when you get to boot camp, their main goal is to get everybody to hate their instructors. Instructor, yeah, right. right? So they they want to get everybody on the same side. So now you have a common investment. And 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 your focus is all on the same thing. You all, no matter how you felt about, you know, anybody of the opposite race or whatever, um, kind of goes out the window because now you're dependent on that person for survival. Right. So 
for anybody to make it into a race thing, which it, it, listen, if it was a race thing, then there wouldn't have been any rules of engagement. He right. probably wouldn't have bought a house in the middle of this neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and if he did decide to go uh, like the route of falling down and just kill as many black folks as he could, he very well could have. He's more than capable. Right. So all of them were. Yeah. I don't think this was a race thing at all, at least from the Rangers point of view. Right. Well, so a neighborhood watch it was forming mm-hmm. in the community. Cause there's like, this one old bird that lives on the street. She don't like what's going on. So uh, folk recognizes what's happening. They form this neighborhood watch. They put out uh, an article in the newspaper. They catch wind of it. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently the cars at the time had went from like 100 to about 20 a day. Because mm-hmm. um, it was that, that that scare factor, that shock factor. Yeah. And then not, not to mention, yeah, not to mention folk could put a camera up. Yeah, dude, imagine. Top bedroom. Imagine the size of a camera. You're not in hiding 1989. It. Yeah, you can't build a fucking birdhouse big enough to hide a 1989 <laughs> camera. Yeah, let alone hang it on anything. Like, yeah, is that is that like a like a bird's nest for like an eagle? Or... <laughs> it's a bird's yeah. nest for a fucking orca. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are pterodactyls a thing again? How long have I been gone? Well, of course, big ass giant 1989 camera <laughs> on the side of a house. Well, that guy had to have been sending 220 to that thing. I, I like had a, to. I need a sub panel in my house to just yeah. power that. Yeah. Put a fucking, you need, you need a cooling system <laughs> to keep the camera cool. How often do you think if he was recording, how often do you think he had to change the tape? Well, it depends. Cause you know, when you used to buy tapes for recording, you could buy like different lengths of time right yeah a thousand hours or whatever <laughs> yeah uh, like 64 gigs or whatever right yeah <laughs> like so, or something. but say he had like a six or eight hour tape you know he's got to make sure unless he had just like a couple and he would switch them out rewind them and record over it um, yeah after a while obviously the video quality uh starts to degrade if you keep continuously recording over things so um, I would imagine he probably, considering he 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 was a special forces operator, and how organized everything was, he probably had tapes labeled with dates and times that sure. he kept. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, obviously, because of the video camera, the hilltop crips are like, no, 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 <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> but they start. <laughs> I think that's how they talk. Yeah, that's so, a, that's definitely a Crip accent. Yes. <laughs> uh, they start throwing pebbles at it. Apparently, there's some shots fired with a BB gun. Um, throwing fruit at it. Very Crip-like. They probably right. did a sea walk up to the camera and then right. threw it. The- Big homie, get them apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Mr. Folk throws a uh, neighborhood barbecue to celebrate the uh, opening, I guess, of the neighborhood watch. Mm-hmm. Chris, Chris in, in the neighborhood watch. Yeah, Chris breaks a bottle of champagne on the camera. <laughs> it's not going to yeah, it's not gonna damage the camera. Trust me. <laughs> that BB gun ricocheted off that. Thing. Right. <laughs> Went into fucking the upper troposphere. Um, <laughs> Invites, you know, all the Crips, come on down, boys. See, walk back, see, walk back here. Come on, we got yeah. steaks, ribs. Yeah, I got, got my boys over here cooking up some Kool Aid for you. 
You know there was you know there was Kool-Aid at the barbecue. Yeah, had one of the Black Rangers making Kool-Aid. Hell yeah. Just dumping it's a, sugar. Yeah, in. It's almost done, Amasa. <laughs> I'm stirring as fast as I can. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't bring him into this. <laughs> he had his back turned this day. Um yeah, he was he was doing la- folding laundry. <laughs> Dad, Astrid's doing it again. No, I no, I just no, I'm folding laundry or I would, but yeah, they're they're gonna have to wait. All right, <laughs> that's a conversation Jesus had. It's, with his dad. it's Washington. How bad could it be? <laughs> yeah, we're talking Tacoma, Washington. Come on, <laughs> that sounded like a delightful afternoon, right? Um, so some of the Crips actually come by. Folk goes out and and hello, gentlemen. Hi, hello, sir. <laughs> like your like your pants, Jinko. Are those Jinkos? No, not Jinko. <laughs> so they have a conversation. They get into it a little bit. And a couple of the Crip, Crip members, uh, I think one of them was was quoted as saying, I'm going to shoot his army ass. Yeah, yeah. There's Which probably is, more to it, but... Right? Army ass, yeah. Yeah, I saw the same thing. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that army, that army bitch or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that army bitch ass, trick ass, hoe ass. <laughs> Remind me, when I saw that quote, you see, you've seen Bright on Netflix, right? Yeah. When uh, he comes out to kill that fairy... And his neighbors are having that barbecue. Yeah. And then the, the guy that owns the house next door, he's like, hey, I want you all to check out my police ass neighbor. And it's like, <laughs> it's like kind of an insult, but it's not really an insult. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, I, I, police ass neighbor, you know? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot his army ass. Like, his oh, army oh. ass. That okay. well trained ass. <laughs> that firm, that firm, firm body ass. <laughs> Like, look, Trey, you've been seeing a lot of gay shit recently. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just trying to let you know. I'm not gay, but I will if I have to. <laughs> you know I mean? Down for the hood, whatever the hood needs. Whatever Hilltop asks me, you know. What I, mean? I am uh, of service. <laughs> I took the oath like the rest of you guys. <laughs> the oath, the crip oath. Um, there was, I, I also read too that there was instances of like a, a car driving by giving them the old the, the finger guns. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was, from what I understand, that was the incident that kind of led, obviously paired with, I'm going to shoot his army ass. And then the finger guns, like the threats just kind of continued to escalate. Um, You know, like like we talked about earlier, they're already trying to knock this camera down. Um, Police weren't coming through. He's making efforts to push out the gangs and the drugs, which were obviously working, right? If you're you're going from a hundred plus cars up and down the main main thoroughfare, uh, buying drugs, selling drugs, whatever, I'm sure there's plenty of prostitution going on too. Now, your market is shrinking, so you know, like any good business, excuse me, any good businessman, you you got to kind of gain your your market back. So the Crips were thinking the way they were going to do it was they were going to attack this guy either kill him or at least scare him out of the neighborhood. Right. Clearly they don't understand what Rangers do because you're yeah. not scaring them out of anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Work. Dang it. Oh. yeah. Yeah. They're not running. So yeah. Bill Folk, you know, after the barbecue and everything like that, he was getting more, you know, you're getting, you're getting views by the news. Essentially he said, uh, yeah, I'm not leaving. So now they know that they got a thorn in their side. Who's going to continue to keep up 
um, you know, his his purge of this crime riddled neighborhood. And uh, when when they knew that it was going to hit the fan was after they got the old finger guns. So, yeah. Yeah, not 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 good, because now you're 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 finger gunning at a guy who like kills people. Yeah. He's a he's a highly trained killer. Yeah. The best of the best. <laughs> so they, yeah. they they decide, okay, we're going to uh have another barbecue. So he calls up his boys. Um I think it was fifteen, if I'm not mistaken. I've read I've read ten, I've read fifteen. Okay. Yeah, it's I've a kind 15 of more, but yeah, it's kind of kind of muddled um, as far as the numbers go. Um, but he, he calls up the, his army ranger buddies and he tells them, hey, we're having a cookout tonight. And, you know, they kind of knew the deal. He had been updating them constantly. Right. And uh, so he, he tells him, bring everything you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, guns, rifles, shotguns, whatever. So they they basically set up his house. They lay out the, the rules of engagement, were, were, which were pretty clear. Um, do not engage unless engaged. Uh, as soon as law enforcement shows up, disengage and comply. Yep. So the rules were simple. They were followed to the T. And uh, they, oh, he also said folk also said no one is dying tonight. Yeah, not us, not them. Yeah. So like, when I heard that, I was like. Which is what? pretty noble. Now, listen, you, like I said earlier, these are are killers, yeah. right? But they're disciplined. They have to be. So for him to say something like that truly shows the scope of his training, right? Because he's not looking at them as the enemy. If he was, then it would have been green light fucking no matter what. Right. He, he understands the reason they're doing what they're doing. Um, but he doesn't want them doing it in his neighborhood. And so no one else is going to step up and tell them, no, I'm sure there have been people who tried and they get fucking knocked out or you know, the house broken into whatever, whatever yeah. it is. So when he calls his buddies over, he tells them we're going to have another barbecue. So they show up, they're all prepared. They start sectioning up the house. Who's going to go where, how it's all going to go down, what they're to look out for. And uh, they see a, a car approaching the street. The headlights are on, slow rolling. Now, if you're from the hood, you you understand what is happening or what yeah. is about to happen. Yeah. Imagine Folco's. Hey, for some reason they turn their headlights out. Yeah. What are they gonna? They could cause a crash. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. He's like traffic violation. You know. You know how funny it would have been though, is if. Uh, when they had the barbecue, right, and all the rangers mm-hmm. come over, and obviously they're eating, but they're also maybe maybe a Last Supper ish in mm-hmm. mind, also mm-hmm. maybe a little bit in the back of the mind. Mm-hmm. But they're you know talking about their plans for that evening and dividing up the house, like you're saying. I know they even had like positions to where your range card is nothing to the left of this house. Mm-hmm. You can shoot at because there's homes over there, there's kids at play, right. and stuff like that. But imagine if, like, they had the barbecue going and they had, like, type play and they, like, and the Crips drive by. They're like, is this the right house? You sure? Yeah. This is the yeah. one. You sure? 
Yeah. I don't know. I might go see what they got back there. Right. You know? Let's like, yeah, let's go see what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Go continue. Continue. Yeah. So he uh he he buyers he tells him come all over, bring your bring your personal firearms because shit's gonna get hairy. So um from what I understand, he he goes and he talks to one of the guys at the uh at, at one of the trap houses and he says, Hey, you guys are gonna stop doing this shit. You're going to stop dealing drugs. You're going to get your shit together. And uh, they basically told him, mind your own business. And he was like, okay. So he goes back to his house. And that's when they start setting up their positions. Yeah. Now he told him, we're not shooting first. And we're we're not, like you said, we're not going to kill anybody. If the police arrive, put your weapons down. We're fucking done. So now a car starts pulling up, slow rolling hits the lights as soon as the lights on the car go out they shut off all the lights in the house and now <laughs> turn yeah. it off boys dude they know it's about to get fucking wild <clears throat> alexa play metallica yeah so they're all still set up in their uh defensive positions next thing you know one shot gets fired from across the street of the ranger's house like I got boom. So as soon as that shot goes off, now we're we're talking. Um, it's it's obviously it's nighttime. We're talking uh, around nine o'clock. So as soon as that shot goes off, the Rangers just fucking start peeling caps. Yeah, dude. Fucking Mel Gibson gets on their broken arrow. <laughs> yeah, dude. So they're they're going down. They they're they're dumping rounds. For fucking about 10 minutes. Just in the middle of a neighborhood, dude. And I, I couldn't imagine, like, the surrounding houses. Like, what the fuck they thought was going like. Red Dawn. Yeah. Red, it's your, here come the, the fucking Russians. Dude, the movie was Swayze. It had already come out. You know oh, I mean? yeah, so, dude. You know? So, I, you know that the, there's some old prepper. The, like, it's happening. It's the fucking butler from Home Alone. Yeah. Two in New York when he's... Yeah, stay in yeah. your rooms. There's a mad man with a gun. <laughs> yeah, he's playing the video of the fucking shooting. Yeah. Yeah, I dude. love you. <laughs> Get so on your knees and tell me you love me. So for 10, 10 minutes, hundreds of rounds from you know, that's including both sides now. Hundreds of rounds from all kinds of different weapons. And uh somebody decided they were gonna call the cops. <laughs> After like, you know the fifth minute of just constant gunfire. They're like, well, you should call the cops. No, you call. I don't, I called last week. I don't want you. Yeah. My show's on. You see the yeah. show? So they married with children. I'm watching them. <laughs> oh, which was hot back then, dude. Um, what? So I think though, I think that when they were doing the, the car with the lights off drive by, mm -hmm. I almost think that was the signal because apparently they the hilltop crips had taken up positions all around the house yeah so like they came up one like one side of the street exactly so i think you're right because as soon as as soon as they cut the lights off they had like you said there were people kind of surrounding the house because there's people in the back of the house too yeah that were that were confronting you know shooters back there yeah um they got guys who who were coming from all sides. They they it, you know it's dark outside. It was definitely set up right, and uh, the pictures of the house like 
it doesn't look like there's a clear because there's only a handful of pictures um, from then. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like there's a clear like fence around the back area. You know what I right. mean? Right. So it, it would have been very easy for them to to get around to the back of the house. Um, so for for ten minutes, you know, you had you have a um, couple guys get get grazed. There was one guy who was uh, on the front porch. As soon as gunfire started, he hits the fucking deck. And he's just shooting away. Like an army ranger crawling like a Dude, badass. Not retreating. Probably has, a, probably has a cigarette in his mouth. Absolutely. And a beer sitting on the porch. Yeah. And uh, so no one's retreating. They're just fucking dumping rounds. Um, they, they start to kind of fend off the crypts because they're starting to realize, like, it doesn't matter how many guns they have. They're just there's They have zero technique. They have right. zero training. Tripping over themselves in the street, shooting yeah, in the shoot, air. Yeah, blind firing, you know what I mean? That only so, works in video games. Yeah, sometimes. Um, so they the cops finally show up. And by the time they hear the sirens, all the crips basically start to scatter. You know, they're, they're loading back into cars or running, whatever they got to do. And uh, once the cops show up, the, the rangers are like, hey... You know, they drop their guns and they're like, essentially, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, hey, man, listen, they shot at us. We shot back, defending my home, defending ourselves. And the cops are like, well, why didn't you call the police? Well, fuck. You just reduced the patrol. Yeah. In the neighborhood. So I did a few times. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people had, you know, so coming from from his state of mind, from Mr. Falk's state of mind, why would you call the police knowing that they damn well probably wouldn't show up to even take a report if you said, hey, some guys are over here making finger guns at me. Some yeah. guys said they were going to shoot me. So You know what I mean? None of that's illegal. Nah, and they're not going to show up. Shoot you know, time, yeah. if, you call, if you call the cops and tell them all these things at that point in time in that neighborhood, they're probably right. going to tell you, suck it up, stay inside, don't talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just uh, couldn't take it. I, I can only imagine with how badass these dudes were. Like the one, like the black dude up in the second floor has like a fat hammer of tobacco. And <laughs> for some reason, he brought all of his guns, but is also his helmet. Right. You know what I mean? It's got like, like cocked sideways. Right. He's got like the pack of smokes in it. Yeah. And like an ace of spades playing card. <laughs> yeah. Like a picture of like the chick sitting on the bomb, or like the B 52 bomber. Yeah. Like the pinup girls. Yeah. He like spits his tobacco out, drops a mag, yells down to fucking full because he's like the commander. Yeah, he's like, we have a hot LZ. He like smacks the mag on his helmet, racks it. Like, yeah, I'm sure these guys were not phased. No, because imagine now if they if they had been and the cops show up and they're fucking hyped up, it would have ended much differently. You, you know what I mean? So it just shows you how like even keeled they were, how how much they were in the zone and how much of professionals when it comes to their profession they were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So according to the official report, they say no one died. Um, I think one of the Rangers had a graze to his head. Um, yeah. But was... The guy the guy that was in the second story um, around came through, grazed his head, shattered the window 
and the window he had lacerations on his face from, from mm-hmm. the window um yeah stable condition before, before safety glass <laughs> yeah before safety glass he didn't have those ppe on yeah um but i i could only like that instance because again how bad these fucking dudes were yeah like they, it's like that scene from 300 when the guy gets his eyes like yeah cut out and he has like a patch I'm over good. It. and leonidas is like i suppose that scratch on your eye and he's like no the gods were gracious enough to grant me with another like, <laughs> okay all right tight Tight. I can imagine that guy just like ripped his sleeve off and like tied it around his head. Right. He's like, reloading. <laughs> no, just a fl- yeah, just a yeah. flash wound. <laughs> yeah. So, so the cops show up. Fisher report is no one died. I don't buy that. First of all, because I do believe that once the, I, I would suspect that there was a, 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 now listen, this is me kind of, um, assuming. So, I don't know what was going through these Rangers minds or, or whatever, but if I had to guess, they probably gave themselves a, a threshold barrier, right? Right. If they cross here, take them out. I, it had to have been a conversation right. they had, and they're not going to be like, put that in the police report. Exactly. So, and, and, and it probably was something that wasn't on their list of necessarily written down on their, their rules of engagement, but right. it was, definitely something that they had to have talked about because if if one of these guys now say say you had we'll just say 10 rangers right and then you have 40 or 50 crips sure they're not the highest trained they're not going to be sharpshooters or whatever but they can definitely overwhelm you just with sheer numbers if one or two Exactly. And if one or two of them happens to get into the house during all of this commotion, then what? Yeah. So I would imagine they, they gave themselves, you know, a 10, 15 yard barrier where they yeah. said, if they cross here, lay them out. Yeah. So They're like NVGs, <laughs> they have like invisible paint around the house. Right. Yeah. Lasers on target. <laughs> so I would imagine that discussion had been had. Once they heard the sirens and saw the lights, that's when all the Crips decided to pack up and head out. Um, and then on top of that, <clears throat> they just left. So there was no, they, they caught a couple of the stragglers. But now if they're hitting people, which I'm, I'm sure they had to have hit some, whether it was fatal or, or what, these guys aren't going to go to the hospital. Right. Hey, what just happened? Oh, I just got into a shootout with a bunch of army rangers and I need some stitches and a few fucking rounds removed. That probably didn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? So if anybody was hit, which most certainly there was, they didn't seek medical attention, at least not right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can guarantee that some of them probably didn't make it. That's just uh, my guess, but. Yeah, was, I also don't know what the forensics was of the time like if someone did get hit there's probably blood somewhere my guess is that they probably as far as forensics goes they probably just counted the rounds that that were spent which they're saying that there was over 300 rounds and it's it's just strange to me that they're telling you a group of army rangers got into a shootout with the crips no one was injured or killed Right. Now imagine Sergeant Falk going back to his 
you know, second battalion ranger group. Like, yeah, we got into it with the with the Crips. It got into a shootout. How many did you get? None. Right. Imagine that 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 didn't happen. What? Like what? Yeah. Did yeah. You miss but, on purpose. <laughs> but it, it's also extremely bad PR for the military. Right. Right. For the, the army doesn't want to fucking be out here going, Yeah, we killed 15 Crips today. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah, I think it's back to your point about not believing necessarily that nobody died because even as well trained as these guys are, you know, and maybe this is just stuff you see in the movies, but I've never been in war and I've never been in that situation. Mm -hmm. But the guy that got head grazed, glass shattered, you don't, you're not like, ah, motherfucking, fuck you, you know, you like, come on, like you, you have to, (laughs) yeah, you got to overpower that like internal caveman, like, fuck this guy, he's trying to kill me, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm not saying they don't have that type of discipline mm-hmm. by any means, but the the human psyche is a is a powerful thing, even yeah. if it has been trained. You know, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Especially if you get grazed in the head. Yeah. <laughs> ow! 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 ow. <laughs> oh, why yada? Yeah. No. Why yada, yada? Come on now. <laughs> we're just we're just playing a little volleyball with bullets here, boys. <laughs> you don't need to get crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh... It was pretty wild because at this point, that's when the governor starts like, oh, we're going to send in the National Guard. Dude, you don't. First of all, National Guard. Army Rangers (laughs) (laughs) like they they took care of business. You know what I mean? These aren't fucking weekend warriors. They uh, like throughout his time spent there. He was being deployed and coming back home. So it's not like this guy was getting ready to retire or he was at the end of his action. Like, right he was they were constantly seeing this shit you know what i mean yeah um what sucked was the how the military kind of handled it i get mm -hmm. why but his his brass told him you're you will never be promoted past the position that you are not because of the shootout but because you brought too much attention and you're a fucking ranger you know what i mean i think that was more or less what it was yeah i agree because you know let's face it that ranger any any of these special operations guys are held at an extremely high standard right because not only are you wasting time not wasting it's definitely not a waste right but you're you're dumping money and time into training these human weapons um not only for you know the purpose the purpose of ending an enemy's life but to be complete tacticians, to be completely, you know, uh, calm under pressure, to make decisions that normal people would never, ever be able to fathom to make under extremely stressful circumstances. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, these guys aren't just fucking lugs with a gun. Right. There's a lot of planning that goes in. There's a lot of training that goes in. These guys are very, very highly intelligent people. Yeah. <clears throat> So I do agree that that's the only reason he didn't advance in his career. And I, I, I would be willing to guess that it's something that Mr. Folk does not regret. Right. Because no. it set something in motion that still holds up today. Um, after that took place, they decided to set up this thing called safe streets. Um, and basically it's like, they call them block watches, like neighborhood watch, right? Um, they were already in the midst of doing that before all this happened, but they got more people on board. 
because right. they're starting to see like shit this guy's not afraid of them why should we be afraid of him he drove them out already they all fucking bailed you know what i mean and that actually still takes place today so for a guy who basically just wanted to clean up his neighborhood i i would say he did a hell of a job <laughs> yeah apparently it didn't necessarily even stop with that evening um so the police had confiscated all the weapons that the rangers had boo boo <laughs> uh obviously all the hilltop crips got away with their weapons uh yeah, there was they... one hilltop crypt that was arrested because he had um he had a nine millimeter and then he had rounds in his pocket which you big dummy that's not where they go they go in the mag and then you put the mag in the he, was gun. he was holding him for a friend that's right that's what he said yeah uh turns out the da didn't bite and he got 22 months got out in 18 on good behavior he's a nice crip <laughs> oh trustee huh uh, trust a, a very trustworthy crip um but so wind wind about what happened gets around it was national news wind about it gets around uh, the military, you know, goes through the ranks and I guess some a handful, if not more veterans get wind of this and they start going down to his house through the neighborhood, walking around, having some more barbecues. Yeah. You know, hey, we're just here um, to eat, man. We're just, just here, here to eat. eat. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, the neighborhood has cleaned up since then that that uh, safe streets. Uh, took a turn and a lot of police officers say that that was like the single most important event uh, for um, Tacoma, Washington mm -hmm. and the turning point of how they police areas like that. Absolutely. It has to be. There's, I mean, first of all, this is an, just an incredible story. It does. It, it literally is a movie, right? Played yeah. out in real life. And uh, it's amazing that there weren't, um, more i guess casualties like i said i'm i'm pretty sure people died that day yeah but you know when you when you got army money it's pretty easy to make that go away you know what yeah I mean? what'd you say to come a police off uh police department needs a couple more cruisers you got it don't worry about it you guys need some some new flashlights we'll donate them as long as the official report says no one died <laughs> So. Not a problem. <laughs> You're not the first greasy elbow we've ever rubbed, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's an amazing fucking story. I it love is. that story, dude. Um, I'm kind of surprised that you haven't heard maybe more stories very similar to this one. Not in Same. Washington necessarily, but all throughout other, the other places, country, yeah. world, really. I mean, mm -hmm. and I'm sure they are. They probably don't get national news like this one yeah. did, but what was really cracking in 89 right uh although uh 89 some big things happened you had the ash street shootout you had the berlin wall falling um mm. i was born i mean a lot happened <laughs> in 89. sega dropped i mean fucking... yeah i was four and i do remember watching the news of my parents when people were kicking you know chunks of that wall and uh, if my parents were like, whoa, this is great. You know what I mean? Like, I had no idea. I'm like, what the fuck are these people doing? Wrecking someone's yard here. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Is the city going to pay for that? Is our, ta <laughs> yeah. Dad, our taxes going up? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Must have been unzoned. Fucking knew it. Get a permit, asshole. Yeah. Listen, I know you want a subway right there, but this doesn't give you right to destroy the neighborhood. 
Yeah. Yeah. Only his, uh, East Germans will get that joke, I guess. <laughs> Whatever's left of them, huh? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a, it was a pretty, it was a pretty dope year. You know, big country popped out of his gangster ass mom. That's it. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and the so, Berlin Wall fell. Coincidence? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We're all German, same month, same year. Yeah. I see walked out of my mom's <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> started taking a turn there huh you know i added three seconds it you know um i will say this um mr folk still owns the property to this day and the value has gone up <laughs> oh boy talk about a return on investment right bought it wow. for 10k worth anywhere between 330 to 400,000 mr folk if you're listening to this episode god bless you and your ranger brothers sell that fucking house yeah. right now get off the property man sell it to well, blackrock <laughs> get out of there but well i wonder if he lives there i wonder no, if it, he... i heard that he rents it he rents it now oh, probably, probably after that he was like fuck this i'm out this is dumb. I'm out rental property mm-hmm. yeah no crypt supply please yeah no crypt supplied uh drug offenders you know i gotta run a background check <laughs> yeah. i'll get 10 yeah, but... of your cut but Hilltop's actually a pretty nice neighborhood now. So, yeah. you know, it worked out it worked out for everybody and I'm sure that his neighbors greatly appreciate it because look if it wasn't for Mr. Folk, anybody who's still living in that neighborhood at the time that Mr. Folk was a, a resident there and all of this took place probably should be sucking his dick from the back because <laughs> not only did he get rid of most of the the gang well a, a great majority of the gang violence and, and drug sales and use um but your property has skyrocketed in value um you could sell it you can make a great retirement for yourself and your family or you pass this property down to somebody in your family or yeah. what have you it becomes a generational change so think yeah. mr folk sergeant right. folk yeah, it's an amazing story. Um, I I appreciate the fact that the Crip community recognized who he was after that. Like they started calling him the White Devil, <laughs> and they were saying like that's where the White Devil lives. He's in like Crip songs and stuff like that. Like damn, yeah, famous, super famous. That up. It's kind of funny. That's um, fucking. That is funny, dude. And. He listen. This is also a man who tried to handle it uh, the way you know normal people would, talking to people, trying to convince them the shit they're doing is wrong, and then uh, he had to do it the hard way. So, yep, the ranger way, the ranger way. He tried, but yeah, but then he had to. He got his hands dirty, and now look, yeah, look at the outcome. Um. Shout out to all the military out there, special forces. Hell yeah. Uh, if you're tier one or tier nine, you're more deadly than I am. You know? Yeah. You're tier um, one in our book. Yeah. You're tier one in our book. I still <laughs> think Navy SEALs are the best only because I really enjoy SOCOM. It's one of my favorite video games. <laughs> the only reason I bought a, play, a PlayStation 2 three different times. Yeah. So shout out to SOCOM. SOCOM and SOCOM and SOCOM. I don't know of any too many Ranger games out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Relax. <laughs> a tier one operator knocking on my door. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking kid it out. Yeah. Uh, I heard, heard you talking, talking shit. No, nah, dude. I'm 
No, man. No, that was Chris, dude. That was Chris, dude. Did you hear you joined the Hilltop Crips, dude? Weird. That's why he's been on the show, dude. Yeah, he's going through the initiation. He's taking his oath. Came into Boy's house the other day. He was crip walking. It was crazy. Yeah, he had a fucking little blue bandana tied around the front of his head. It's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, it's weird, man. I would talk to him. If you can find him. I'm sure you can find him. Yeah. Call him Ghost. <laughs> Lil Ghost, that's his street name, dude. Lil, Lil Go Go. <laughs> yeah. Boy, what would your street name be? My street name? Fuck, I don't know, dude. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you say, you ever seen Fuck, I don't know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. I know him. Yeah, I know that guy. He's cool. I don't know, dude. What, what would be? What would yours be? Oh, I, I've had it picked out for a couple years now. Oh, okay. Lil okay. Epinephrine. Lil Epinephrine. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Because I always got to have it close by in case my wife tries to kill me with fucking brownies again (laughs) it's more more for health reasons than anything yeah it's not you know (laughs) it's not like a i don't know man Um, but that's how like the mafia used to do it like like little stumpy or like right we call him stumpy because he walked with a fucked up leg and like right that's fucking mean jesus christ yeah johnny biggie is yeah i know him (laughs) yeah how'd you get that name (laughs) you know yeah that's how the that's how the mafia used to do it i i don't know man what what if 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 I was in your gang if if you let me join your crip gang, and you're like you are no longer, like you know like when when they finally tell Darth Vader like you are no longer Anakin Skywalker, rise Lord Vader, way cool yeah and so cool it would be like that right yeah it would like you know you you would tell me rise, fucking I would call you C Dub. C dub. Okay. I like that. I like that. Or like right now, C dub. They call me Big Walking Boot right now. <laughs> the fuck like part... an Indian name. <laughs> they call me Little Walking Boot. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever been to the battle of Big Walking Boot? And it's and it's just my porch stairs. <laughs> Many men have died. <laughs> trying men. to receive postage from the white man. Yeah. Many men have sprained ankle here. Trapped yeah. set up by federal government white man. Dude, wouldn't be surprised if my mailman set me up. You know him, dude. He's, he's a prick. He's, he's a, a prick, prick. man. Yeah, sorry. Prick. Sorry you have to work rain, sleet, or snow. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I didn't make you become a mailman. Yeah. Fucking, you know, he'd probably be a lot happier if his shorts were about two inches longer. Yeah, walking around, walking around safari hat. Yeah, dude. First of all, you're not in the jungle, man. <laughs> Second of all, I'm I tired get like of you. some neighborhoods, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but I'm tired of him walking around with his ass cheeks hanging out. You know what I mean? Like you're delivering the the post and Daisy Dukes, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's not you guys a, can take that band down too that says heroes work here you're not I'm not sure how many ash streets you guys have ran into to make sure that <laughs> yeah trista gets her double-ended dildo because it says five <laughs> to ten business days but let's be real here tell you right now the mail service was the fucking first thing to stop in ash street every <laughs> everybody had to go to the post office to pick their shit up the cops aren't coming you think the postman's coming <laughs> yeah no yeah no way like i said with the banner what are we doing <laughs> Yeah. How long is that circus going to run? You're a mailman. You're not a hero. Yeah, no one's <laughs> buying tickets anymore to that circus. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Um, let me say this too about the uh, Star Wars reference. I don't know why this popped in my head. But <laughs> is it wrong for me to like the dark side more? 
No, dude. I'm, they just I'm, have cooler shit. Dude, a red lightsaber? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want a fucking sweet-ass mask. D- I want a mask. Yeah, capes. Uh, even their... I, well, see, I favor the TIE fighter over the X-Wing. Dude, everyone that has ever flown an X-Wing... It's funny because I'm like talking like it's a real fucking thing. <laughs> Anyone that has ever flown an X-wing has always wanted to fly a Tie Fighter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Something. Like and cool. and and the bad guys always wear black, dude. So, like I thought, I thought uh, Saboba's fucking pod racer way cooler than Anakin's. Super he's dope. Got, he's got two uh, fucking obelisk shaped. Well, to, to be fair, he was a slave and didn't have much money. So, I guess. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> small, small fucking, small detail, but. Yeah, well, you know, I guess. But I digress. But, uh, dude, like, fucking name a Sith Lord. What, just any, any of them? Any, any of them. Uh, Darth Maul. My favorite. Coolest red, looking red, guy. Red and black tattoos all over his entire fucking body and a crown of horns. Double ended lightsaber, dude, and robot legs. And didn't talk. Didn't talk. Didn't talk until until uh, he he did say, "We will reveal ourselves." You know what I mean? Yeah. He had like three lines. Did you know? I know we're fucking way off the rails here. Yeah. But uh, Ray Park, who who played Darth Maul, they had to put those dope ass fucking dark side eye contacts in his in his eyeballs, right? Uh huh. So they're like red and yellow. They, whatever they were made out of or whatever, hurt his eyes so bad that he had trouble blinking. So that's why throughout the entire movie, any anytime you see him, he's not blinking because it fucking pained him to blink. Wow. Yeah. So they'd have to like drop eye drops into his eyes. And wow. I think that's why he was like, just cut my fucking character in half. I don't want to <laughs> do this. I don't want to do it anymore. But you know. He Darth Maul is one of the only characters to ever kill Liam Neeson on screen. And got him good. Spoiler alert, know. Liam Neeson is Qui-Gon Jinn, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darth, yeah Maul's just... my, Darth Maul's my jam, dude. Way cooler. My, dude, they my all son, look cooler. My son uh, loves Boba Fett. Hell yeah. We have him two Boba Fett action figure, like dolls, stuffed animal, I guess. Animal, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, yeah. figurine or whatever. A plushie. Loves it. A plushie. Loves him. Loves Boba Fett. Raising him right. Boba Fett was technically a bad guy. Technically. Boba Fett, yeah. I, um, yeah, they kind of made him more of an anti-hero recently, which yeah. I'm okay with, but still. Gangster. You know? And and he never said a fucking word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. The dark side, way cooler. Way cooler. Just, you know, my two cents throwing it out there. Yeah. And were and and were they the bad guys? Who knows? Dude, that game Hell at <laughs> Loose. Yeah, I always prefer playing as Germany over America, not because yeah, that's like, weird. Like, well, that's no, weird. but no, hold on, hear me out though. Because <laughs> uh, I always play a squad leader. So as squad leader, you have an SMG. I prefer mm. the MP40 over the Thompson. Mm. That's about it. Fair enough. You know, that's Fair really it. The M1 Grand is great compared to the German. Uh, Bolt action, the 89, mm-hmm. but the M, M, I don't know. You got to play the game, but the M1 <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, let's yeah. go Germany, right? All right. <laughs> hey, man. Every time I start a match, I'm like, let's go end the central bank today, boys. What do you say? <laughs> All right. Let's start a revolution. Huge in banks. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> oh, boy.
<laughs> okay, so that's it for this uh, episode. Of <laughs> Way to wrap it up. Ash it's a good Street shootout in 1989. Good spot to end the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so uh, that's it for this episode. The Ash Street shootout of 1989. Uh, very interesting uh, subject. Uh, look it up for yourself. Very kind of crazy. Maybe we missed something. Maybe you guys want to add something. Shoot yeah, us a DM yeah. message, email, something like that. We'd love to know. Um, and uh, we will see you guys on the next one. I have been Big Country. I'm boy. And we will talk to you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.